Oh, there you go. Got the countdown. The man with the mullet. Big gullet, bigger heart. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. It is Wednesday, May 5th, 2021. Happy Cinco de Mayo, if that's uh, a thing you celebrate. And Big Brother Canada 9 just finished its 20th episode, which was dubbed the Special Eviction. Um, also kind of the final veto. Um, it was just kind of like they did the eviction Wednesday instead of uh, Thursday. So we're here to talk about that here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. I'm Dave Mater, joined for 10 weeks in a row with Jamil Robinson. How are you doing, Jamil? I am okay. We will see, but we were, but you know what? I'm hyped. I'm hyped. We're almost at the finish line. We're right there. We're right there. One more step, one more episode, one more night. It's going to be great. And I'm two hour finale. I'm on to talk to you. There's so much. Yeah. I, Hey, who can, who could get tired of me? Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, yes. So it's been 60 days in this house. It's been a hell of a mess, as the as the uh, narrator told us to start off the the recap here. There's one veto left. It's up for grabs, and uh, Arissa calls them to the living room for this special eviction. Um, I don't know why it's special, other than it's on Wednesday instead of Thursday. Is that is that what makes it special? Uh, they needed to dub it. Everything has to have some w- new branding. It seems this year, so yeah. I guess. What is old is new, and uh, and special eviction is what this is dubbed. It's it's kind of just the final four step. Now, in in most Big Brother seasons, as we've been talking about, this would happen like maybe on Monday or even last week, you know, because this is the final week of the show. Yep. And some they usually they tend to usually like want to focus on the final three a lot more in this these final days leading up. Not this time. Now we we only get twenty four hours with this final three. Um, <laughs> is you know in comparison. But let's talk about how we get there and about everything that came through in this episode. So we 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 um we get caught up after the nomination ceremony where uh, Tashawn had put Kiefer and Tara up. Um, their st- his stomach was turning. Kiefer's talking to Tara upstairs afterwards. He's like, "It's so great. No floaters are in the final four. We're all. It's such an. It, he, he's right that it's an interesting final four. It is, but." I, I would like you could put Braden and Tara in a floater category. Uh, yeah, they didn't. They didn't. They haven't been playing hard the entire game. They no. kind of did, um, you know, drift in a water situation where there was buoyancy involved to a certain part of the game. <laughs> right. So if they don't want to put labels on it, we can at least use descriptive terms to, um, you know, describe their path to the final four yes um i like i i don't think there's anything wrong with being a floater although it's often seen by that way by certain players but um there are no goats here yeah i would i would agree to that i would agree to that each of them have something that they could explain to a jury and possibly convince them to give them the money so um yeah. that's more than a raven can do uh, a victoria could do yeah right, right? there so, have been players who just get carried to the end which i think is more what Kiefer was talking about but that is that's not i think it's just this ter- this the use of the term floater is one of the most under underused or un- misrepresented terms maybe in all of big brother it, across the various countries that play although backdoor is uh creeping up on there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's uh 
There's no such thing as a back door when everybody's playing in the veto. I told you it's the screen door. Yes, the screen door. That's right. Right, yeah. So, so sometimes the recruit players, they get these terms confused. Um, but, um, you know, so she's, you know, he's, he, but this is Kiefer's trying to like, you know, do his work with Tara because she could be the one vote to save him ends up being that way. But any, he could also have been Brayden who was, who could have been making this decision and True. who knows what he was selling to Brayden. We didn't, we didn't get any of those edits. Um, and then we get to the veto comp pretty early, pretty quickly, uh, in this episode. It's this, um, kind of like a, a daily planet, a Superman theme, like 1940s style kind of film noir. Um, I, I, uh, they called it Code Vito was the name of the challenge. Okay. And uh, which, which is great and, you know, great for the BB Cam themes. For those who don't know, um, Joe Schuster is Canadian and a lot of um, early um, elements of the creation of Superman and Metropolis was based around um, his time in Toronto. So, um, yeah, um, if you yeah. didn't know, you like to say Metropolis is New York, but Metropolis is really Toronto. Yes, it is. You know, so take that. Yeah. Whoever. Superman's going to start might. saying man's. He's going to start saying man's. He's Bear man's. Toronto man's. Toronto yeah. Superman's. Yeah. Toronto Superman's. <laughs> yes. Love it. Um, so kind of a fun challenge. Uh, it was like they said, it's kind of like an escape room. Yeah, it, it it had that. It had that feeling about it. Yeah. Which I don't know if that cheapened it or made it better. <laughs> maybe. Uh, it's like, don't include that line. <laughs> don't include Yeah, maybe edit that out. Um, but you had to like get these stacks of photos and then you had to put this clue board together. So this first part was some kind of more mental. Uh, they're both kind of mental. But the second part, just a bit more physical, I'd say. Yeah, there's things you have to get like a key and find the right key to go in there. But after you finish the first part, then you're on the phone. And then there was like this, I don't know. I guess he's like, it's supposed to be like Commissioner Gordon on the phone or something like that. Um, it was some, I don't know. It was their announcer. Yeah, they voice. kind of mixed up, they mixed up their um, their superheroes with that. It's like uh, Superman doesn't get, has a, a red phone like Batman does with Commissioner yeah, Gordon. It, it looked like the Bat phone, right? That was what yeah. they were kind of going for with this. Yeah. Um, I, I love how Tashawn didn't know where the phone was. He couldn't <laughs> find it. And Jane's yelling out, he doesn't even know what a phone looks like, a real phone. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> It would all that was needed was there to be a cord and him constantly complaining about why is this cord? I'm gonna trip on this. This is the dumbest yeah, what thing. is this thing? You, you actually <laughs> use this in your time? Is that how it worked? Um, so, 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 uh, what did you think about the second part of this competition, which was where they like they, they had to tear up in the shirt and show the logo? Let's talk about the first part. Look, I, I knew Kiefer was doomed. Um, if you've been watching the feeds. Um, Kiefer has been working on his dates for a long time, and unfortunately, he's been getting his dates wrong consistently. He's like one or two days off, so any uh, competition that has dates involved, it's like he is done for, right? right. <laughs> and he knows um, what he needs to do, but he's not very good at doing it. Correct, correct. Um, so for that part, um, and he, he also opened one of the cabinets that wasn't supposed to open. He opened the <laughs> bottom one first, so he probably like hit it a little bit too hard. Yeah, he's too um, strong. Yeah, too strong. Um, but uh, yeah, the first part I thought was pretty clever. Um, very escape room-ish. Um, but we'll get to that later on after the competition is done. You were asking about the part two. Yeah. Um, part two was, let's see... Uh, this was kind of built for women. 
um, because women do a lot better in terms of um, observation. And as expected, all three men just like, there's a wall I could Kool-Aid man through? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the best version was Brayden, who just went right through. Like, didn't even look, didn't even read it. Just thought it was graffiti or, or production design or something, I think. You know, he just didn't didn't pay any mind to it. Tara, Tara had an advantage here. I, I think being a woman and maybe having better uh, powers of observation, I think, is, is, is a good point. And she, her size here made her, it gave her this significant advantage in part two where she didn't have to knock out the entire wall in order to get through it. She would Although, have been 10. She would have been 10 minutes if uh, she didn't um, rearrange it the wrong way. Right. If she hadn't made that one mistake where she got the one block kind of backwards and had to kind of figure that out, because she did it in 1610. We didn't get Kiefer's time because I, I hate well, how no, they, he did 25. He did 25? Yeah. He, he took, I think he, he was nine minutes um, behind her. Okay, so she won handedly. Okay. <laughs> right. She whooped that man's butt. He whooped all of their butts. Yeah, like Tashawn was 31 minutes. Dude. Right? Like, how long was he looking for that phone for? I, that's the question. Because I think everyone had the same amount of time, uh, Kiefer, Braden, and thing at the latter part. I, I think that's where he lost his time with that phone. In, in the first part? Yeah. Yeah, he was also struggling to find the right cabinet to put the key in for a long time. Yeah. Because he saw like he he went to the right cabinet, but he didn't actually put the key in. He just like, oh, it doesn't it didn't he didn't even really try to put it in. And and he moved on. So he was he was going too quick. Um and then Kiefer, he yeah, he wasn't that great on his turn. Heads up, heads up potential girlfriends. You should watch out for that. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Kiefer didn't even know that he won. He was HOH after he won the veto or whatever it was, right? Whatever, whatever the detail was, he didn't know. He didn't know I, him, I, himself. He, he did the other things first, so he was left over with one extra one that didn't make any sense. So that's why he had the issue because his dates were wrong. Right. Um, yeah, his dates were wrong. We, like we said he's just not as good at this as he, even though he knew kind of what he needed to do here. Um. Yeah, so Tara wins this by nine minutes. She was crying. Were you happy for Tara? Um, yes. Um, until she started talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. Like, she should be proud, but like, enjoy the moment. But like, I don't need the extra commentary, right? You could say that in the diary room. Like, if I'm standing there and you beat me, this is for all little girls. I'm like, come on, man. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, question about that. For all the little girls, does she mean all the short, short people girls, yeah. or the young girls, like the young children? It could be both. Like she's an example of like uh, mothers can do anything. Um, Was I anyone questioning that they couldn't? You know how some people feel about mothers, right? Mr. T had to do a whole song about mothers, you know, honor their mother, man. It's 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 an awesome track, folks. Look it up. Did Ty? Uh, question here is: Did Ty not want to win this veto to not have to hurt his jury vote? I don't think so. I think he wanted to win this. Yeah, I, I think, think he wanted to win. He wanted to ensure that Braden was was taken. Yeah, no, he he wanted. Everyone knew they had to get Kiefer out. Tara obviously knew it too, but struggled the most uh, with this decision. <laughs> Yeah, so she, uh, she Kiefer comes in almost right away, right after she wins, after she has a little bit of moment upstairs. 
uh, hey, congrats, like respect whatever you do. You know, he kind of doing his normal kefir work. Um, you know, he plants that seed. And, uh, you know, we're just here wondering who will Tara choose to vote out between Braden and Kiefer right now that she's put in this I, position. I'm surprised no one tried to convince her not to use the veto. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked before. It I, worked I, before. <laughs> if only Jensen was still here. Um, yeah, that was that was uh, something. Um, and then we pretty much go right to the vote. You know, like this episode, it was an hour, right? But it, it, there's not a lot that actually happened. The um, vote didn't go until I think ten minutes till ten minutes to um, the end of the episode. It was like they did the jury segment. You didn't include that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I skipped over the whole. I was like, what happened tonight? Is there no show? Oh, yeah, the jury <laughs> house. Okay, so Beth reunited with Tara uh, with Jed. That was like, yeah, we um. Hold on. We know what you need right now. You need a little rain kiss. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Not a little rain kiss. Never heard anybody. Cutest man in the world. Yes, the romance is reunited with Jed and Beth. Were oh, you boy. just? This is everything you ever hoped for. Was this as I, good as the Notebook? I was hoping more, uh, more Victoria snarkiness. I was hoping that she would just be there, just cutting this woman up. Um, <laughs> we didn't get a lot of that. We didn't. We didn't. A little, like a little, a little taste, maybe. Um, you know, we saw here that uh, that Rohan had, he's working on the guns with Jensen. <laughs> Zoom in. <laughs> Zoom in on the sweater, right? Um, you know, it's obviously like it, it seems like uh, Tina, you know, and uh, and Victoria and Rohan, quite a trio in that in that jury yeah. house. And now that Jed has Beth, I'm, I imagine that that's probably the dynamic of the house at the moment. They're going to be at the dock, Jed and Beth, and they're going to be sitting in a chair, kissing like they're Joey and Dawson. And everyone's going to be like, barf, barf. Everyone's going to be at the dinner table playing Skippo, right? Going, where is Jed and Beth? And the response is going to be, who cares? Right? <laughs> it is. It is, honestly. And you know what? Like they had this whole week with Jed, right? You know, they I'm sure they had a lot of conversations. Um, Jamil from BB in here says, Tara is not Jed or Marcellus. She was going to use the veto. LOL. Are you following that? I, <laughs> yes, I do. Who's Marcellus? <laughs> Marcellus was previously the dumbest person in Big Brother history who won the veto and decided not oh. to use it. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Tara, don't use the veto. Leave yourself on the block and hope that uh, Brayden does the right thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that. Yeah, was yeah. Saying. Like being, yeah, you're, you're right. We know. I was saying it more in jest. Um, you know, I could see someone making that joke, and production's like, "Don't you dare joke about that. We, we don't want that kind of foolishness of Final Four. We want it. We want our strong well, game players. It's, it's." When Tara won, I think that the the scripting of the episode was pretty straightforward. It did not make any sense for her not to vote out Kiefer. I know I said that last episode. I know what I said. You were like, well, maybe, Dave, maybe. And I and because you had planted that seed in my mind, I'm sitting there the whole night. I'm like, she better vote out Kiefer. She better <laughs> vote Kiefer. She'll be insane. Because I'm, you know, I have I have uh, Tara and Tashawn in our little draft. 
and and Kiefer's I've been kind of cheering actively against him for a while. So you know, all these kinds of things. I, I, I like Kiefer, but no way, man. Like she she would be like it would be up there in dumb moves to to let this man continue through. And I think that they did a good job of presenting Keefe's softer side. They didn't make him look like an idiot. Um, as I was mentioning where he was like, um, you know, I'm going to respect you, do whatever. I would love that you would take me. Um, yeah, just vote me out. It's fine. They didn't have any of that. And thankfully they didn't because that would have been just like, don't be an idiot, Kiefer. Just leave the door open. Um, it was it was right. bittersweet. Um, I'm happy for the final three people. Um, I'm sad to see Kiefer go, but um, Kiefer's winning that that um, you know fan choice award. Like it's well, either yeah, Kiefer and... or Bra- Braden's. It's okay. Those so two. good point because I I, I, I did want to talk about Canada's favorite house guest, which they did plug. I think at the very end here, mm-hmm. go on BigBrotherCanada.ca uh, dot to vote for that. I better do that before I forget. <laughs> I definitely want to. I, I definitely want to vote in this as well. Uh, Jamil, who has your vote? Is Kiefer obviously? Um, I I think he did what he needed to do to make sure that he won, and that is, you know, indicate that he's a family man. Indicate that he represents a specific, you know, uh, demographic, and you know, mm-hmm. a BB fan. Um, he didn't like throw anyone under the bus, so people are not going to say he's a bad person. Um, all right so um i think that he has a strong resume to get that fan choice award if not him um brayden because C- like <laughs> who what people are gonna vote for rohan <laughs> uh the Rosho baby come on uh tina um victoria maybe because she burned i am so good at this game <laughs> uh, <laughs> um Victoria was just too much of a wild card. People would like to see her play again. They wouldn't necessarily say that she was the best person this season. Um, so I, I think it's pretty, for me, my perspective. You know what? Like, I think, I think we should too- actually, I, I'm going to I'm gonna cast my vote live right here on the show, Jamil. Uh, I'll do it too. Let, 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 let's do it and bring it right up on screen. Uh, these are the choices. Do you think anyone's voting for Julie? Um, I bet there are going to be people voting for Julie. Um, just like people voted for Jody. I feel uh, like Josh maybe deserves a vote. Um I do miss Josh. I I I know I know That's a little sus. <laughs> I know I kind of said some things earlier. Um, but I do miss Josh. If you wanted best friends, I don't know, go to daycare. Go to daycare. Okay, well. You know what? Like I'm looking at this, and there's no one else I can really vote for beyond Kiefer. Like I'm for I'm sorry. I'm he, he doesn't have my vote over Kiefer. Like okay, uh, and he's in final three, so Kiefer deserves it. So yeah, Kiefer's getting my vote. I'm not a robot. Don't worry. And and with my vote, I'm sure Kiefer is completely all right. Solidified. So with mine, you see You're going also... Kiefer as well. If he doesn't win this, it would be a shock. Yeah, I I would agree too. Did you see Uh, that Kiefer was honored in the House of Commons? Yes, I did. I did as well. I I sent it to the group. Yes, you did. Okay, I couldn't remember who had sent that my way. Um, Yeah, Kiefer was was honored in the House of Commons, which is, if you don't know, the the government of Canada. That's our House of Representatives. And uh, his member of parliament for his region, uh, a, a member of the New Democratic Party, I believe, 
um, whose name escapes me right now. <laughs> the would be NDP area. Yeah, that'd be an NDP up there, up there in the in, in the Haida Gwaii region. Uh, yeah, so kind of just like, hey, we got this, you know, great guy representing the Haida Gwaii community and uh, et cetera, et cetera. And good for Kiefer. I think with that little plug and just, you know, every, he's been a great um, cast member of this season. Like, even though I didn't want him to win and I was actively cheering against him <laughs> to the very end, I don't dislike him per se. But where Kiefer lost me in terms of hoping for him to win was like just how tight he was with the sunsetters and yeah how he never really kind of under like um he should know, have never put himself in a position to get voted out and the moment that he just stopped listening to other people tell him obviously what was going on and he let himself get in the position and like dude right. like remember when he was like don't call me a coward tara are you playing right now are you playing right now Look, Kiefer was a very interesting player that I enjoyed watching. Was he, is he the best that Canada has to offer? Far from it. Far from it. But if they were an international big brother where it was like Canada and USA, I would love to see Kiefer compete again. Absolutely. Uh, Kiefer, Kiefer was a great, he had a lot of, a lot of strong qualities as a big brother player. He doesn't look like an average big brother player either, right? He's not like this recruit, even for a super fan. Um, he, he, he's very unusual, right? He's not nerdy. He's, he's not like the, I shouldn't say nerdy, but like the traditional, um, um, you know, demure glasses dude um, that you right. see. Yes, right? absolutely. Like a Steve Moses. He's not right? a Steve Moses. He's not a Johnny Mac, but he he's um, something different. Like, he's hard to compare to any other Big Brother player that I've watched recently. Um, anyway, so let's let's eulogize here with, uh, with Kiefer. And uh, this is our little draft uh, <laughs> spreadsheet here. So you can see, uh, well, let's zoom out a bit. Uh, let's Kiefer was not what was he? Kiefer went fourth, taken by my wife Jane. Um, I, good choice, you know. Who was last evicted? Um, Beth, right? Yep, yes. So I need just to copy that over. I'm oh, sorry, and boom. So, so he, this was uh, six day 69, I believe, right? And I think so, yeah. Kiefer will be officially fourth place. And is our sixth jury member. Our final jury member will be uh, announced. And just to kind of look at who's left. So we're going to take Kiefer off the board now too. And you can see here that um, in terms of the eight of us who were drafting in this, uh, we didn't do so well. Because most of the people we thought would do well, like Austin, LaToya. Kiefer was an exception. But like Julie, Josh. Josh went six. Uh, Tina. Then it was Ethan, Kyle, that like, so, um, this was kind of, Braden was our last pick. Nobody yep. wanted to touch Braden and here he is in the final three. So right on Sean, right on Sean yeah. realized that, um, Braden and Austin were a pair and, um, looks like he might uh, be striking gold. Yeah. It's just you like, and Sean. Right. I have fun. to Sean and Tara. Now Tara was voted up, but came back and then we have and Sean who, yeah, he had the first pick, so he got he got stuck with the last pick. But hey, that worked out. Yep. So let's just take uh, Kiefer off the board. We got some uh, comments here too. Uh, Kiefer is a member of Canada's Parliament, similar to a USA congressman. What do you call a member of Parliament? Well, you. So no, Kiefer. Um, 
Kiefer is not a member of Canada's parliament. He, I, what I was saying was that his, his member of parliament, that's what you call them. A congressman in Canada is called a member of parliament and, uh, or MP for short. And so his MP was, uh, was, is, was. I'm, I'm going to fact check just to make sure. Make sure Kiefer is not a member of the House of Commons. <laughs> make sure. Because <laughs> okay. you know, it's like, wait a second. He goes, why would Kiefer not mention that? Because he's he's not. He, he maybe one day he'll be a member of the House of Commons, but he, as of right now, I don't believe he is. I he's, I think um, he might um, be able to do well for himself in that respect. Actually, I think he would. He's uh, he's obviously a public figure. He's got a note. If he was ever going to run for office, this is the time. He's never, you know, that guy who's that, that guy from the NDP better watch out. But he's <laughs> challenge him in a primary. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe he'll run for another party. I don't it's know. like you're, you're. Um, it's like, are you gonna do what you said you're gonna do? Are you calling me a coward? <laughs> are you calling me a coward, Tara? Don't effing call me a coward, Tara. He's a radio host, so I'm not. Yeah, he's uh... a radio host, and uh, like I think Kiefer ha- is, is has been a lot of fun. Uh, but he's been my he's been my 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 heel for a little while. Was there anything, okay? Just we didn't quite finish it. Was there anything else on the jury house that you wanted to touch upon before we kind of talk about the final moments of the episode? They did not talk about like anything game related. They focused primarily about cutting <laughs> about Beth and hoping that she's the next evicted. Um, her showing up, her and Brayden's, um, her and um, uh, Jed's relationship, and then Rohan working out, and that was basically our entire segment. Well, and just the other thing I noticed too is just Jed just never gets it, right? No. You know, where he's working out with Rohan and uh, and he goes, to, Rohan, who are you hoping shows up next? He's like, well, one of the one of the trio, either Tashawn or Beth. And he goes, why? He goes, because I was trying to get you out and I don't <laughs> want you to win. I didn't want the trio to win, et cetera, et cetera. And he goes, oh, like, I'm like, Jed, Jed where are you? Why do you think he would not want? I, Jed just doesn't think like the yeah. rest of them do, I think, is kind of the reality. Um, Which re- explains his relationship with Beth. Um, who said that? What? Yeah, I know his relationship. Like, I'm like, really, Jed? You feel like he's like, I want to pursue this after this game. I think he's like, I think that he's doing that because he used this veto on her. He fell on his sword, and it was kind of, it was supposed to be um, an alpha move, uh, if I recall, was the uh, was 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 the term. Uh, where is it? We have to try. Into oh game. my gosh, <laughs> it's an alpha move. That'd be an alpha move. That'd be an alpha move. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, Jet. That's Jet. Okay. Let's get back here. So yeah. we get this. Um, we get back inside. It's it's right after they've announced it, uh, or at least, like Arissa gave them the news that the that the eviction was going to be whenever they taped this. I don't know. It wasn't today. It may have been today. I don't know. And um, they, you know, so Tara was talking to Ty in the OLG room. He's like, "What should I do?" What you know? And, and Ty Ty's we're getting we're getting intercut with these diary room sessions where he's like. I don't want to tell you too much. And he's even saying that in the room. He's like, if yeah. I push you in either direction, I don't like, I don't want to say something and you do the opposite, I guess is kind of what he's afraid of. Right. And so uh, she's like, won't leave the room. What do we do? And then he's like, if you know what he comes down to it, you have to get rid of Kiefer. Like, of course you have to get rid of Kiefer. And she's like, but we're both parents. I, I hate that excuse. I hate that. As well, maybe Tashawn will be a parent next year for all you know like it's it's kind of irrelevant right yeah like we what talked he, about this like what if he has massive debt he might have massive debt and could be 
uh, a missed paycheck away from you know being homeless. We don't know what people's situation. But does he have a are. kid? Does he have a kid? Tara could have a kid and like have like you know thirty thousand dollars in the bank and be perfectly fine, right? She still has a kid, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she's better or worse than someone else. J uh, like Ty could have a cat. What if the cat is sick and needs surgery, right? Yeah. Like we don't know what people's situations are. So for us to try to pick and choose what situation is better than others or more deserving, no, that's unfair. What is the the only thing that you should be judging is based upon who has played the best game. Yeah, I think it just comes down to like whatever you whatever your values are, right? And yeah. so some people do value it, and like Tara seemed like she was struggling with that a little bit. Like I don't, I would, I don't agree with it either, Jamil. But like it's 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 been part of Big Brother and Survivor since the beginning. Yeah, right? it's all. I'm 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 just saying what I would argue if I was going against her, and she started saying, "Well, I have a family." It's like congratulations, that is your decision. Why am I being punished? Um, I think I played a better game. Um, so just because you played one that was slightly um, less than mine, you get the the bonus uh, because you have a family. You decided to be a breeder. I'm sorry, that's not my fault. That's yours. Of course, yeah. I wouldn't say it like that because I okay, also reader, don't just take it down. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you made you made your own fan club. I get it. Yes. All right, here we you're go. a virus. <laughs> um. So Braden goes in to talk to her after this, right? And she, he's saying like, "You're better for my game. I'd rather be next to you to the final two. Oddballs to the end. Obviously, this is a misgiving, right? And so, okay, even knowing that Ty and um. Okay, here's the here's really Tara's dilemma, right? She knows that even if she knows for sure, Ty and uh, Brayden are going have each other in final two, and are going to take each other. I still think it's the right move to cut Kiefer. I, 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 I talked about it. I feel like if we're if we're being honest with uh, the statistics, right, and the the mindset of peoples that we currently know. I think that it would have been better to keep Kiefer if we're talking about guarantee getting to the end. But that being said, the smart move is voting Kiefer out. Okay, um, but yeah, but you're not guaranteed to get to the final two even. Well, you have I a think great you have a better chance. chance. You have a great chance. chance. Okay, so get, let's say she cuts Braden here, all right, instead of Kiefer. So it's her, Kiefer, and Tashawn in the final three. If Kiefer wins, he's probably going to take Tara. Yep. But not 100%. Like, he, he I, might change his mind and figure out he can beat Deshaun in the end. Right? But he's not likely to do that because of the sun, uh, like, because of the trio and different things. Okay. So let's say, yeah. So that would almost guarantee Tara final two. But Tara's not here for second place. Tara here is here for first place. Correct. Right? You're, you're right. And you're so right. if she wants to win the game, she has, like, leaving Kiefer on the board guarantees Everyone's going to question. Everyone's going to question it. So if you do not win final two, <laughs> and you're you're kind of leaving too much up to chance like yeah. final final three final three i mean right in the final three like so yeah because if whether if Kiefer takes you to final two you yeah you get second place okay and you get uh i think it's like twenty thousand dollars you get yeah. or right twenty thousand plus your stipend plus your stipend with you know and everything there so um but if you want to win like 
you have to get into the final three and then she has to win out right now, right? For her to to actually win. She doesn't know that or she doesn't really understand that Brayden wouldn't take her, but she shouldn't really be counting on that anyway. Yeah. Um, With the information that she had, Kiefer makes the most sense. Right. And Kiefer, she's like, would you hate me if I cut you afterwards? He's like, yes. But I wouldn't hate you. But like, I think that's an honest... Like, I would feel a certain type of ways, and when I get perspective, I, I, I know that I would find understanding with the decision and it makes sense. I will just be very disappointed. I no longer buy Kiefer's emotional bit. All right, so she's not been buying, like, okay, and, and Kiefer does mention it here. Like, my biggest mistake was cutting you in the double. Which, right? I, I hate that argument, because the understanding that was had was that yes, the understanding that was had was it was ties HOH and they were going to follow his direction. If Kiefer voted um, voted to keep Tara, it would have been just for showing face and they would have looked to taking him out. Yeah. The first okay, so he, did, he I, I acknowledge he didn't have much choice there, right? He was kind of, but you know, at the same time, it, it did bite him because Tara went out. She came right back into the game. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna make. She's made it to final three, and he hasn't, right? Yep, so, true. but it's one of those things. Like, how could he have predicted that buyback at that exact time? You never can. You never can, right? So, you you have to almost like play the game with the perspective that anybody you're voting out is going could come right back right at at any time. You yep. always have to be prepared for that possibility, yep. right? Uh, so when you're screaming things like "enjoy jury Beth" or uh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, uh, enjoy jury bath you know that's like hey she could come back back in she could be in the final three for all you know uh she could be sitting next to you at the end um uh, she could be in the jury yep well, she is in the jury but anyway but she could so, be the deciding vote she could be the deciding vote at the end she could be that uh sue hawk vote okay so um we eventually get to the vote itself um they both give speeches. Braden's speech was kind of, I gave it a B plus. Kiefer was already crying. And then we kind of knew. <laughs> this is when we knew. Yeah. Yeah. So Kiefer, Kiefer didn't, you know, he was fine, but he was kind of, it was kind of an exit speech. Like, I was so happy I was here. I got to represent. Da, 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 da. Um, he, uh, she voted him out. Uh, he didn't give her much of a hug. He, he was a bit of a bitter. You know. Well, he he. It's not like he lied to her. He said that he's gonna feel a certain type of ways, but eventually he'll be, you know, okay. He he's gonna praise the hell out of her in the jury house for sure. For Tara, yeah, yeah. I know. Even though he he hugged Brayden and say go get this, and then he he hugged Ty and says it's yours. Perspective away from the house, he'll he'll come right and the fact that tara is also the only woman left in the game too yeah she was the one who voted out the best player in the game question here will do we believe that jed and beth will vote as a as a unit yes i think that's fair to say i think that uh jed will just tell her who to vote for or tara will tell him uh beth beth sorry beth will tell him to vote for tara yeah, I think because she took him out, right? Yeah. Right? So I think that there, there's definitely that. So if Tara's in this final two, she is a legit 
threat to win this game. I think so. Absolutely. And maybe one of the best since Gary Glitter in terms of buyback people. Uh, very true. Well, got, Gary didn't win. So if she wins, then she. But he should have won. <laughs> Shoulda, coulda. D- didn't, but would have won if his friend was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it, Topaz. Topaz to, uh, Jed was um, getting that Topaz energy. Yeah. Wasn't her real name like Emerald, but she went by Topaz? Or something like that. I don't know. I I have not revisited that series since the original. Since run. nine years ago, I think that was the case. Yeah. Um, okay. And then uh, Kiefer says, uh, "Peace, love, peace, and Ulagan Ulakin Greece uh, yes. on the way out." Which so what happened? Did they all decide early on when they put in the house like when we when you get evicted you have to say something to like the house from the balcony and like yeah, i guess so it's it's kind of lame it's been like this tradition for this whole and we can never tell what they're saying yeah not like, not in keeper's case but like when josh did it i don't even know what he said i and, think he's like if i blow up the house don't hate me i think yeah or something like that is that is that that like in there i don't know i honestly don't care i'm work like on these you're, if you're gonna do this like it's not a terrible premise but like work on it more guys like yeah. come up with something funnier um, okay well, next question if Tara wins, will she be the first house get uh, first evicted house guest to win? Um, yes. In all of Big Brother? No, in um someone won a buyback and came back and won, I think. Um let me fact check it. Give me a second. Yeah, not that I can I can't recall one. Gary Glitter from season one of Big Brother Canada. He oh. was voted out. He went like he left for like a week. It wasn't like quite like Tara never really left the set, right? She just she walked, she got voted out, she walked into the HOH room and back in. So it was kind of a revolving door um for her versus like somebody who leaves for a, a more substantial amount of time, you know, or gets put into like there was that one year they put them in like this room where they could watch for a week, but they didn't know they could see them. If you recall, so um, all these these situations. Victor uh, came back, but I think Victor lost. Victor, yeah, but Victor came back twice. Jeez, oh, he had two. He won two buybacks that season. There, I remember like Judd in season fifteen. Like he did okay. I think he got to final four, um, but not generally. No, like these 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 buyback people are usually considered to be. Um, damaged goods because they've been voted out they don't deserve it they're not you know and the, similar things happen in survivor like uh the exception maybe being redemption island in survivor because that is the whole idea of, Resen- of redemption island was you get voted out and come back in that's the redemption yeah. right and i think ozzy won that one right so it's it it, it but generally you, what the trend you see is yeah that these they ozzy don't was Ozzy was purposely voted out so he could return back. I think he got voted out twice. Yeah, he's like, vote me out so I can go to Redemption Island, right? Yeah. So I think it, it's an exception to the rule. It's not the rule. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had no chance of winning that. Unless he won out, there was no way he was going to win. Yeah. I want to talk about the different jury scenarios now that we have our final three and kind of what this final three looks like. Um, just on, lastly, like just the exit interview with Arissa and Kiefer, did, was it, um, how'd you feel about it? It was what I expected. They love Kiefer. Um, they continued that narrative and um, set him up to win the fan vote. Yeah, well, we as we just we just voted for him. Yeah, well, I didn't need that. I kind of skipped over that. I didn't particularly. Yeah, it care wasn't for that exciting. New like, information that was provided, like compared to like how Julie Chan is in her exit interviews, Arissa just 
is like, I love all of you, you know, yes. like, and Julie Chen's willing to like put them more in the hot spot. Uh, yes, and some people more than others. Um, yeah. I, I think because she's a producer, um, now it's even more so where she's kind of involved in like these are the people that I was involved in choosing. In Rissa's uh, case, you mean? Yeah, Rissa's, yeah. Right. Um, oh, Rissa Cox! You can't really separate yourself. Right, these are people you picked, right? And you see people reacting to them, you can't help but like, you know, they're my babies, they're my children. Sure, fair enough. Um, what would shock you about tomorrow, Jamil? Question if here. Ty, if Taiwan, I would a unanimous vote shock you. If Taiwan, that would be the most surprising. A unanimous vote, I don't think would be surprising at all. But if it was a unanimous vote for Ty, just the idea of yes. Ty winning. So, okay. So you feel like Ty is the least likely to win, but okay. Like, it, and uh, you might be onto something because he probably has the weakest argument because, you know, he won the fewest amount of competitions, but he stayed off the block. He was always good with everybody. He had a strong alliance. He's the only surviving member of his alliance left, right? Of that whole Sunsetter group, which was so dominant. Um, the rest of them aren't here. So I think, like, I think he has an uphill battle in a lot of ways. However, um, he won some key things at the right time, like the other two did. Um, if he's the if he's the one if he's the final HOH, I think that only adds to his resume. Um, I agree. But he'll be judged heavily based on who he chooses to sit next to. Even more uh, so than anything. More so than anything. Like, do you want to sit? In, if he's sitting, he's planning to take Braden. Dumb decision. I think People it's love. actually, yeah, it doesn't seem like the right move for him. Actually, it might be better to take Tara because Tara was voted out, and I think there's more of a case against Tara in that yeah. way. Yeah, say, um, I did whatever I had to do to get to the end. I I eliminated all my um, all the people I worked with. Um, even Tara, she was gone, and she came back on a twist. All right, so that doesn't, you know, that shouldn't count for much. Let's talk about the maybe the most interesting scenario, which I think is Tara versus Brayden in the yes, final yes. Let so, the tears run. Who has? I think that's a tougher choice for this jury. How do you decide who which game is more respectable? And I think it's a different answer for each of these jurors. Yeah, I would agree to that. Yeah, like so in the case. So let's look at who the jury is. Okay, so if it's Br if it's Braden and Tara are the options now. Tashawn is a vote is a vote is a jury member, right? Yeah. He's um. Who would he vote for? Probably Braden because he's closer to Braden. Yeah, Braden. Okay, then our next jury member, let's say, is Keeper. Um, he he's been pretty I I could see him voting for Tara in that I situation. I can too. He's never been that close to um to Braden. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so th that's kind of a tie vote so far. The next jury member would be Tina. Tina gets Tara's vote in that scenario, probably. Um Beth. Who does Beth vote between Braden and Tara? Tara. 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 Okay. Okay. Jetson then probably votes along with <laughs> Tara. Okay, so Tara Tara's looking very good here, and then Rohan's the only other vote. Yeah. Um which I think he might vote for Tara. Okay, so it seems like Tara beats Braden in the end. Yep. Unless now, Braden wins final HOH and looks dominant. Okay, so let's say Braden wins final HOH and then uh, cuts Tara, takes to Sean. 
right? Does he have any, does he get, he'd need more than one vote because he only got one vote against in our hypothetical against Tara, right? So he's against yeah, he, Deshaun here. I think so, he gets all the votes except Kiefer. Who goes to, who goes to Tara? No, goes to Ty. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, yeah, it's Ty, it's, Ty, it's Ty and Brayden, sorry, in this situation. Yeah. So Tara would vote for? For Brayden. For Brayden. So you, you think even Beth and Jed would vote against Deshaun? Yeah. Because they feel betrayed. They're salty about it. They're bitter jurors. Possibly. Like Beth felt very negative towards Ty as she left the house. Right. Tina, kind of a wild card vote maybe? Yeah. Yeah, wild card. I, like, I don't know. Um, with Kiefer there, it seemed pretty cut and dry. Um I forgot about Victoria. She's, we didn't we, we didn't mention Victoria in any of these either. <laughs> she's gonna flip a coin. You don't you don't question chaos. Yeah, she's chaos Victoria. You can't predict what Victoria will do. She's like, I vote for Arissa. It's like Arissa's <laughs> like, I I I I I don't have a key option. Can I get out Latoya again? Because that's what that was my favorite thing when I got Latoya out. Is that <laughs> Latoya is a threat in this game, and I want this HOH to be meaningful. <laughs> Arissa's like, why do you have my key? It's like, Arissa, all my keys are your keys. I was just <laughs> like, <laughs> she starts pulling her hair. <laughs> Everything is done. Um, we're, we're, we're the Victoria quotes now. She so has great a, quotes in the season. She has a doll of Arissa, and it's like, Arissa, it's your real hair. <laughs> Everything that happens is so real. Nothing is rigged. No one was asking. Like the real hair. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Like in interviews, Jed said he was not bitter, but oh, come on. He felt the same ways, I think. For sure. He, I, I know he said that. Um, but Jed, okay. Ty could get these votes. Uh, in either scenario, depending if he's sitting next to Braden or Tara, could he get the Jed, Beth, Braden, and Kiefer votes? I think he, they, I think Ty can get the Kiefer vote. Yeah. And I think he can get the Braden vote if Braden's sitting there. If he wins final HOH, he has a very strong case, a much better case than if he gets brought. Um, but once again, a lot of these people don't feel happy about uh, the Sunsetters in general. You see how yeah. they just talk about, like, I'm surprised they don't turn their head and spit the way they act towards whatever the Sunsetters are mentioned. There's just some Sunsetters for life, some nasty body language. Well, they mentioned tonight that Tina was a, a sunsetter. Do you know Tina was a sunsetter yeah. and how that was going to play out? And that was kind of the conversation between um, Brayden and Tara tonight, right? Yeah. Like, hey, oddballs versus sunsetters is kind of part of the story of this season. And we're the two oddballs left, right? He's Very the true. sunsetter left, right? But but Tashaun, or like, um, sorry, Brayden has made up his mind here. He's He wants to sit next to, plus he kind of wants to marry Tashaun. He wants yeah. to have babies with him later on uh and things like that pastel princess I'm on. <laughs> i forgot i forgot about Vic. everyone forgets about vic yes ty, <laughs> ty could get vic's vote too yes i think that yeah. victoria is Victor, victoria wants to vote for ty and then for Braden, and then for tara in that order yeah is, is she's chaos weird. she's chaos though all right yeah. so we don't know where the wind is gonna blow but so her. is beth beth is chaos but Beth is bitter. Like Victoria's been gone for such a long time that she kind of positioned a lot of her hatred just towards Beth. So will right. she tr rechannel it towards? Uh, she had a week to work know. that out with Beth, maybe in the jury house. Tr so. True. 
we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Jamil, question here: What do you about Canada's niceness? Do you really think that they will be a bitter? Are, are, are Canadians Canadians are not not to supersede your question here, but Canadians are not nice. We are passive aggressive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then on the um, hockey um, on the ice, we're challenging. We will For challenge. War. Yeah. Yes. You got to hack um, the bone. Yeah. Gordy Howe, if you look at old pictures during the Soviet series, he, his stick, you know, he was going for crotches. He, he, he hacked not... people. He broke people's ankles. <laughs> it wasn't nice. It wasn't in we'll the say, spirit of sport. We'll say sorry about it. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, Passive aggressive. Please enjoy your um, your stay at one of our, you know, uh, um, federally funded um, <laughs> medical facilities. Um, I hope that they don't charge you because you don't have health insurance like every other Canadian, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. how we roll. <laughs> passive, uh, passive aggressive behavior. I, right. Look, okay. I was very snippy today. Um, uh, I, if people were watching us yesterday um, in our D Space Nine at Nine ish, um, I um, just recently got vaccinated. Part one. Um, was that today? No, yesterday. Oh, that was um, yesterday. Okay, sorry. Yesterday. Yesterday. Is that what is that why maybe it was having a toll on you yesterday? <laughs> yes, it was. It was. Yes. Um, so um today I've been pretty energetic, um, I find, but snippy. Snippy. Yeah, they're enjoying the Canadians are passive aggressive. It's totally true. Uh, it is true. Our, our our moniker of niceness is not earned. Um we're yeah. just we're not outwardly vulgar, is yeah. a better way of thinking of it. Yeah. Um and that that varies by region. <laughs> That's Tor uh, Toronto, uh, Toronto, yes. Montreal, passive aggressive, the, the, the cities, spiteful, spiteful. Yeah. And then, if you want to see really a lot of passive aggressive and hatred, uh, just um, talk to anyone who lives outside Toronto about Toronto. Right. Like I feel like, like yeah, 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 exactly. But the more I'm thinking about this, Jamil, like I feel like Tashawn and Braden is a toss up. All depends on who wins final HOH, in my opinion. Yeah. If, if if we count resumes right now, right, then I think Braden wins. But like that HOH was just immunity. It wasn't any power. I don't think he's going to get any credit for it. Plus, right? his other HOH was the fake double eviction, which yeah. won't they won't count, right? Because Tara came right back in. Exactly. That that should be the immediate rebuttal. It's what his best case. It's it's the best argument against Tara, uh, and she was a a floater or something like not yeah. not um she was more passive. She was passive yeah. aggressive. She was not involved in the decisions of the game for like the first thirty something uh, um days. Right. Uh, I think the announcer told us <laughs> TNT ran their show from the sidelines. They were just Statler and Waldorf and the Muppets, <laughs> yes. uh, Tina and Tara up in the corner making like that's so dirty. That was kind of them <laughs> for the for the good portion of this game. Yes. Unless we not forget that uh, Tara was also driving everyone insane by commenting about how dirty people were, how they weren't making up their beds the way that she wanted them, how uh, she didn't like how people left dishes and was really nagging she was really nagging for i don't know if those feelings still remain but um it was there it was there 
Yeah, and like uh, we've said that Beth and the trio r- weren't big fans of her. They were like looking to get rid of her even before the jury started. They were really itching for her. And then once they got into jury, she kind of sort of became a lower priority and she kind of skated by for a while because yeah. there, uh, there were other targets. So sometimes sometimes you do just have to get to jury and sort of then navigate your way through things and maybe, and maybe even turn it on at that point in the game. But you still also have to make there, you have to make sure that the people as much as you can that you're in that in the in the end game with in the jury phase with are people that you know are good for you right that's yeah. sort of like i think that's yeah. how you have to think about it i agree i agree 100 100 100 i had to look the term up what the passive aggressiveness <laughs> <laughs> is there a canadian right beside the um, the picture right the uh, the definition is it justin trudeau is that yeah. is that who we would see <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> Put all the political leaders in. Uh, Canadians are not like this. Hey, um, yeah, that's about right. Um, yeah, like we're. If you're not sure, I think you're fooled. We fooled you. Yeah, I I always get confused by this American um sort of um uh, reputation for arrogance, maybe or meanness. Like some like New York has that. City people sort of have that, but New York Americans has the like. Uh, New York, everything should revolve around New York to the um, a greater extent than when people get annoyed that um, Toronto people are like, everything should revolve around Toronto. Like, New York is worse. Passive aggressive behavior includes avoiding direct, clear communication. We're very Canadians do that. Uh, evading problems. Yep. Fear of intimacy and competition. Big time. Uh <laughs> Making excuses, blaming others, playing victims, sarcasm, backhanded compliments. Yep, that's us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, we're, yeah. Like I think of actually Southerners as being much nicer. Um, like kind, like they were like U.S. Southerners. Yeah, like US, American Southerners. Like you know, because... um, there's a different type of passive aggressiveness. That's and that's like the gift of the gab for the Southern. They'll say something nice, but it's like utterly vile and kind of could break but they say it in such a charming way yes Yes, (laughs) i will agree right yeah so it's um it's interesting different different social dynamics and sort of unearned reputations in some cases okay um what else is there anything else you think you want to speculate on like there's there's only three of them like normally in a big brother season we'd be all week you know, we got these final three. Who takes who? How does this jury vote? Now we have 24 hours. It feels weird. We, we haven't even seen what part one looks like. And usually they give us a teaser part one. So we're not even like, oh, this competition looks like it might favor, you know, Beth. So I would like to see uh, that we could start speculating about what part two could possibly be and who is going to win from that. Like, uh, but we have nothing. We have nothing to <laughs> speculate about. They have not told us anything. Okay, like usually the first part is some kind of endurance of some kind. It's holding on to a rope. You might be being rained on. Is like they like to do that or make you uncomfortable in that part one. Uh, there might be a wind machine. But doesn't Tara win that automatically? Not necessarily. Why? Why do you think she wins it automatically? Uh, because it's going to be less body weight to worry about. Um, she is pretty fit in terms of like, I think she should be able to kind of take care of herself. Um, you know, Jamil's referring to the southern term "bless your heart," which is not a nice phrase. Yes, 
bless their hearts. Bless his heart. Yeah, apparently that's not nice. I don't get it, that. It but... isn't nice. Yeah. <laughs> it means like hopeless case, right? Or something yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, oh, um, these wonderful people, you know, um, they might not be um, the smartest, you know, crayons in the box. Bless their hearts or bless their hearts. You know, they're not the smartest crayons in the box. Yeah, he can't find his way in the world. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Yeah, I hope <laughs> he like, tries. Bless his heart. I hope God can sort this out for him because no one else can. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what's oh, implied. Yes. Oh, I like. I think it comes down to Ty versus Jed in part two. I'm sorry, Ty versus Brayden in part two. And part two is usually the climbing puzzle thingy that they typically have. All usually, the time. like, what day was this person or yeah. whatever? I, I don't get why that's always part two where you're, you're putting on this harness. I hate it. it. You're jumping up and down and you're putting things in and whatever it is. And pressure cooker. <laughs> Do pressure cooker damage. Yeah, I want to see it. I keep saying bring back this pressure cooker competition, which you uh, you loved from many years ago. Yes. I want to see it. I want to see it played out. Like, uh, I like something. Who, who wants it more that you can. You have a chance to to win. Like, just do it. Let's let's see. It's an equal playing field. It's all desire and drive. Survivor doesn't do it anymore because you know, uh, fireman. Um, uh, Tom. What's his name? Yeah, fireman Tom uh, did twenty four hours <laughs> on that post next yes. to the kid, the younger guy, like his yeah. ally, uh, who's I want to call him Ethan. I don't think his name was actually Ethan, but it was yeah. something like that. Ian, maybe it was Ian. Something and, like that. Yeah, and uh, I remember. Yeah, they were both standing on that log, you know, over this body of water for like an insane amount of time. Where the rest of the cast and the crew was like, "Can we go back to the beach now? Can we go to the bathroom? Can we go to the like, bathroom? Did Jeff go and pee in the in the the thing right there? Like, did he turn around and submerge himself and dry himself off? Because he can't leave. Because what happens if someone? you know falls off do they like get back on we're gonna retape it again yeah yeah fall off again fall off the post again <laughs> right we're gonna now. dry you first and then yeah depending on what it is yeah maybe tara does have an advantage in part one but it will it, like it depends on what it is and yeah. if it suits her body type or not but most of the competitions this year and i don't know if this is Arissa's influence as an executive producer or not but they've been like we said like players like jedson and ty who are supposed to win all the competitions and, and kyle who were supposed to be like these dominant players they weren't like all these competitions were kind of random anybody could win them uh regardless of body type do you think that's going to change the dynamic for big brother going forward like people I are going to so. say um hey don't vote for me out because like even though i look alpha and i like taking off my shirts um, because even though it's nine degrees, it's it's still hot enough for me to show up with the cameras to be hot. Right? I have to present this image, right? Um, you know, don't vote me out because maybe it like I think it, it could have it could have a domino effect. Uh, not in the U.S. I think this would only affect the Canadian season, right? Yeah. Because um, because I, not enough Americans watch the Canadian show, and um but they might i think that most recruits in particular tend to watch the season that came before them so recruits next year might not be so inclined to think like the next jedson is going to be your best bet to winning getting to the end correct and right? they might have that alliance and they're like having all the strong guys doesn't necessarily guarantee anything because um, we have to think about the end game and we're looking at the people at the end and. Uh, some of them weren't part of a big alliance 
Um, they were under the radar. They didn't get much blood on their hands until they had to. So why am I going to put myself in a position where uh, this group is going to be speaking for me or is going to be um, representing me and their performance can sink me? Uh, what if they get, like, I w- won't necessarily know if they're getting rid of me. Uh, yeah. I have less way to ma- maneuver. All right. He was saying, like, you know, um, BB wondering if they would, if BBUSA will be influenced by neutral competitions. Well, I, I think... It would be a good thing because what I think we saw in this season was that it worked out. We saw more player unlikely winners or like not expected winners to have power at, at very interesting times that shaped the way that, you know, how we voted out these 14 house guests, or I guess it would be the, the 11 that can't, that, you know, minus the final three versus this last season of the U S version, which Cody so strong. Congratulations, Cody. Cody. All we heard all year, you know, he won the first day of HOH, and then he, 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 like, just, it was just painful listening to him in the diary room where he was like, if he had like the slightest obstacle in his way, like it was the end of the world, and he just had to complain and complain and complain about it. And you're like, Cody, like, I am so tired of hearing about this, you know? Yes, I'm, you know, and so, um, and to me, like, Jensen was kind of the Cody of the season, but then, you know, he was not. But not as good, right? Like he watched um, Dane and Anthony from Big Brother Canada Seven because Big Brother Canada Eight was basically a, a nothing. It was kind of, yeah. A, yeah. And uh, and and that in that season, the Pretty Boys, you know, they created a, a dominant male alliance that was all of the strongest athletes, most coordinated guys, and they were able to dominate the competitions, you know. And they had a couple of ladies that were sort of hangers on, but uh, they cut them uh, when they wanted to. Yep. And so I think that's what Jedson watched the season. He's like, I want to play, and probably even the Cody season in the U.S. And said, I want to play like that. I want to, I'll, I'll get a strong uh, alliance. A lot of recruits think like this. They they tend to, and they always tend to work with people who remind them of themselves. Right? That's just how it's, it goes. It's horror movie one hundred and one. Yeah. Horror movie one hundred and one. Can you elaborate? Like you see all the pretty people, and there might be one person or two people that are a little bit off. Right. And you know that the main core of the pretty people are going to stick together and that the odd people um, in the unfortunate part for the the um, pretty people is they don't realize that the odd person is usually the virtuous one that ends up um, lasting longer. Right. Yeah, in this season, that that alliance, the pretty people alliance was the Sunsetters, but it uh, interestingly included people like Kiefer and Tina. Right. And um, that's what kind of made it different because it didn't, you, it, we were expecting like Kyle and, and or Rohan to be in that group, but they weren't. Correct. Correct. And I would like to know more about that. I would love, like, it would be, it would, would you love a chance to interview one of these house guests? <laughs> um, Who I would think you want to interview? I think I've been pretty nice. So that's okay. Um, <laughs> outside of Josh. That's uh, of Josh, who <laughs> it was a serial killer or something like that. I did mention that. Maybe not Josh. Uh, <laughs> even though I do appreciate Josh. I appreciate you, man. Um, go to daycare. Go to daycare. Um, like, Julie, no. Even though I'm like, I picked you. You were my first pick. So I, I saw you. I thought that you could have you could have done something. Um, Josh already said. Uh, Latoya, no. Um, 
of Victoria. I I don't know if I have anything positive really to say to Victoria. I'm not not to say that I'm gonna like just slag her or anything like that, but I feel like I would like to interview someone like okay, Tina. I would love to get um, her perspective. I know that she didn't want to campaign, but I would love to get more perspective of what her what she observed throughout the season and how she felt about certain things because she didn't necessarily always get um, a diary room to kind of express things as certain events were going on. Not really. Her diary room sessions were few and far between. We didn't get a ton of insight into her gameplay. Yeah. She was just kind of like going with the motions, right? Yeah. And... But she had so much information though. She had it from the odd bill side and Kiefer was relaying information to her. Mm -hmm. So I think she has one of the uh, perspectives of what happened that um, a lot of people would kill for. Of course it was. It's always worst case scenario when you need it to be best case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I would like to take to Tina. Uh, I oh, would talk how to about you? You know, um, Tina is an interesting one to pick out of the bunch. Brayden is somebody I would love to talk to. I think because uh, I think it'd be interesting to hear what he was thinking at different stages. Okay. I guess like, you know, to Sean, the people I wouldn't want to talk to Beth <laughs> Jensen. I, I look, I feel a lot of those, they're going to be asked the same things and there are going to be other things that I don't really want to know that technically need to be asked. So like, I don't even want to be in, put in that position to have to ask it. So that's why I would want to avoid kind of. I'd love to talk to Tashawn and just find out what he thinks is real and fake. Um, yeah. Reindeer are real. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> reindeer are real, Jamil? They are. Are they called the caribou? Uh, no, caribou is something different. No, it's actually the same. I see. Look, you learn something new every day, and see the difference. Just because you you assume something and then you're educated, you're like, okay, I did not know. Hence my answer. No, you gotta be like to Sean. What? No, you're wrong, Dave. Because I I gave the wrong answer. Right. Whereas he was like, he indicates that he doesn't know, but adamant that they're wrong. Which is like, wait, what? Are you hearing yourself? What? Yeah. Okay. Before we sign off, um, yes. in of, the, of these final three, who do you want to win the most, and who do you want to uh, um, win the least uh, in order? Tara Who's your hard pulling for? Hmm? Tara Braden tie. Tara Braden tie. And I agree. I'll probably with you. change it tomorrow. I'll probably change it tomorrow, but yeah. Tara Bra I'm with you. I, I, I even though I have Tashawn and Tara, and I've never won a draft, so I'm this is my, I'm never gonna have a better chance than tomorrow night, <laughs> right? But even then, I still kind of want Braden to win more than Tashawn because yeah. I just feel like Braden has a better story. I think he's a more interesting winner than Tashawn. Yeah. Um, and and no uh, jury management by Tashawn. Why? Jury, it's so easy to do. <laughs> And he doesn't like he doesn't deserve it as much. Yeah, I think is really what it is, right? Like, yes, I respect the fact that he cut his alliance members when he did, and he 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 changed from the Jensen mindset to playing for himself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and do and getting things out like getting Kiefer out here, you can't really give him the credit for it. Yet, you know, he was part of it. 
um, part of that move. So I think that like Deshaun's not the worst winner possible by any means, but he's just maybe the least desirable of these three. Yeah, he's less sexy. He's less sexy. He's less sexy, winner. even though he's the got the the, the abs and <laughs> all that thing. This is David versus Goliath. Yeah, an even better reason because Tara and Brayden are David and Ty, you know, is still a Goliath in um, some people's mind. I think he's a, like, if you want to go back to that survivor, David versus Goliath, I think that Tashan would have been on the Goliath tribe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. I don't know what tribe Tara would have been on, but she should have been on the Davids. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that's um, that's it for this uh, coverage of the Wednesday special eviction for week 10. This is our uh, penultimate episode for the Big Brother Canada 9. We might actually, well, we might do a, a final deep dive if anybody wants to. But um, but uh, otherwise, I guess it might be, t- tomorrow might be it. We're watching a two-hour finale. It starts at 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll finish at 10 p.m. So we'll be finishing and going on at the same time probably 10 30 will be starting just so uh, you know in case there's any beautiful sound bites gotta have time to pull those in yep. um so 10 30 will be our start time tomorrow uh we'll get to find out who the winner is and we're going to break it all down and finish up that with our 30 30 podcasts in a row we actually did more for big brother usa but yeah this um this has been it's been a long road it's been getting from road. there to here make sure to vote for canada's favorite house guest it's gonna be Kiefer, so maybe unless you're not gonna vote for Kiefer, and let's make it interesting yep so because they usually give us the top three so we're gonna find out all that tomorrow also check out our other stuff here on super mater brothers podcasting we just did marvel cinematic universe coverage uh jameel and uh and i and ashley millard we talked about falcon and the winter soldier for three full hours why wouldn't you want to hear everything we had to think about that plus <laughs> like many weeks before that we had talked about wandavision after that series had wrapped um earlier in march and then we do other shows like the like we did the Netflix show called The Serpent. We covered that. We also covered um, Tiger King when that Tiger first King. hit. When that when that phenomenon hit in 2020, we talked about that too. We've done Big Brother. We've done other shows like Westworld. So check out all our stuff here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. It's ever growing catalog of podcasts to go with TV and movies and stuff like that. And then we also have Trivial Debates, our monthly show where we argue about TV, sports, movies, more. That's a last Sunday of each month. Around in usually on a Sunday morning, around 11 a.m. Jody Simpson, one of our our great podcasters, will be hosting that next one. Don't know who the panel is yet. Got to put all that together. But that will be that's a month away. So I'm I'm still thinking about the last one. Um, featured my son, Eamon Mater, hosting it, who just got his vaccination shot yesterday too. Nice. So, there you go. Um, and then we have Live Long in Podcast, which is our Star Trek themed channel podcast. We talk about Deep Space Nine every Tuesday night. We're watching every episode in order. Uh, we're doing the season three right now. We're doing original series episodes on Wednesday nights with our with my dad, Ted, and a whole bunch of other panelists. We just did uh, tonight. We did the Enterprise incident, which was where the Enterprise was surrounded by Romulans, and, and Kirk was getting Romulan ears put on him. And Ooh. we had a, we had a packed house tonight. I'll tell you. And then Star Trek Radio Theater, which is our little project on the weekends. Uh, I think we're going, we actually don't know what night we're doing it next, but we're going to be doing Voyager's episode called Flashback, which is an episode with, with Sulu and, and Tuvok George, crossed yeah. over uh, for the 30th anniversary of Star Trek. This is back from 1996. So anyway, so we do script reads. We just did Samaritan Snare. The edited version of Samaritan Snare featuring Steve Shives is now up. And what a what a masterpiece it is, I must say. A masterpiece. Mwah. French kiss from Picard. <laughs> okay 
All right. And uh, with that, um, thank you, everybody, for listening, watching. Thanks, BB, for all the comments. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. And remember, get the clip, Dave. Uh, <laughs> I really got to, like, hotkey that. Yes. I, I only have to play it one more time, right? So here we go. And remember, someone is always watching. Oh, thank you.